Do you ever wonder how you come off to other people? Is your posture okay? How does that outfit really look? Worried you might be... a cringe? Sometimes we can feel trapped behind our own eyeballs. That's why we created Watcher. With Watcher, you can hire another pair of eyes to anonymously watch your every move. At the end of each day, our Watcher will send you a report detailing what other people can see about you. Now you know everything about your observable self. From that spinach stuck in your teeth to the searingly obvious and very visible attraction you have towards your coworker. It's like someone knocked those peepers out of their sockets and pointed them back at their horrible master. If you want to take it up a notch, try Watcher Plus, where we install a camera system into your home. A remote watcher will view your footage and tell you what you're like even when no one is watching. Well, almost no one. Besides, it's not like you were alone to begin with. You're always stuck with yourself. Hey. Welcome to the ether. I'm your host. Today's topic is... Watching. What are you watching? I'm across from the park where people often meet up with people. There's a bunch of kids sitting in a circle on the green. A lot of kids like to sit there and, you know, pretend they're cool because they're, like, out with their friends. Laughing, like, notably. You know, I'm maybe a hundred feet away, so it's kind of weird that I can tell that they're laughing and joking around, like one of them just kind of tossed her head as she laughed. I like to laugh a lot too, so I get it. We're in the Prudential Center, Boston, Massachusetts. There's an older couple sitting and chatting. I wear a hat, pretty fuzzy coat. Looks pretty comfortable. Two guys having a conversation, and one is like really using his hands a lot to talk. Seems pretty passionate. It's all over the place, really. Two guys, very obviously interns. The backpacks were a dead giveaway. I just saw this androgynous person walking by and they had a baby stroller with them, but inside the baby stroller was a Christmas blanket all bundled up. And inside that Christmas blanket was a small cat with a Santa hat. And it really made my heart happy. (laughs) Someone else looks like they're debating whether they want to go into this punk thrift store or not. They're debating. The person he's with definitely wants to go in. Okay, they're going in. They decided. Time to buy some punk clothes. Do you think they feel like they're being watched? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think more than anyone in New York generally assumes that. You know, theoretically, you could be seen out of almost any window but we're all just kind of used to walking by open windows and not being able to see who's inside. And we also do the opposite, right? We love walking by windows and seeing who is inside. Oh, dear. We become a race of peeping toms. What people ought to do is get outside their own house and look in for a change. Yes, sir. I'm in line to check out at the grocery store. I watch the other customers. I watch irritated skin on someone's neck. I watch a hand scratch it. I watch a freshly tattooed finger wrapped with plastic. I watch the design creeping along the knuckles like ivy. I watch a phone. I watch scrolling. I watch other lives. I watch vacations. I watch friends. 
I watch pets. I watch restaurants. I watch furniture restoration videos. I watch cooking hacks. I watch an incoming call from mom. I watch a small pair of eyes. They belong to a toddler. They have been watching me watch. Now we watch each other watch. A mother's hand tugs the toddler out of their trance. She says to the toddler, it's rude to stare. Why is it rude to stare? When you're in the presence of another pair of eyes, it's obvious that they can see you. Does it really make a difference how long they're watching? I watch people all the time. Sometimes I see someone in public and I wonder where they're going. I wonder where they've been. I wonder what's in their bag. I wonder what their relationship is with the person they're walking with. I don't need to know any of this information, but I like wondering about it. Is it rude to do this? I think it's, as a society, we've, we've determined it's rude, but I think the root cause, which is usually just like fascination or intrigue, isn't in itself a bad thing. Um, honestly, maybe if people all stare at each other more openly if they wanted to, we would do, we would have more <laughs> conversations or just have more honesty. Hey gang, welcome to Play Now, a podcast where we talk with the leading designers in the gaming industry and get the behind the scenes on the most exciting incoming games. Today is a momentous occasion. We got the rare opportunity to sit down with a famously mysterious game developer, Zachary Narlins. He's been working for years on his project titled Watching, a game that has fans as excited as they are curious, as the studio has been reluctant to share any information about their new title. That is, until now. After gameplay footage was leaked to the public, Zachary agreed to sit down with us and field some questions. Did he answer any of them? Listen to find out. Uh, hello, Zach. Welcome to Play Now, and thank you for joining us as to elaborate at this first glimpse of your new game. Well, thank you very much for having me. So, it looks like this leaked footage covers various points in the game. What can players expect when they pick it up for the first time? Um, well, you really just watch people. And follow them. And you can go in their homes if you want to. So it's a stealth game. Not exactly. I mean, there are some situations where you might be stealthy. If you choose to play it where you're entering people's homes, you run a risk of getting caught. So you have to navigate that evasion. But that's only if you choose to play the game that way. The game could be as stealthless as just a walk around your neighborhood at night. Or it could be a stealthy as if you're playing it like a serial home invader. So you can become a criminal. We we think of it more as deviant, not criminal. Criminal behavior, in the game you can't take anything, right? Uh, you can only look, you can only watch. So criminal behavior would be if you entered someone's home and you take something or you record something or you learn some information and use it against someone. That stuff hurts other people. That's criminal. This game, you're just looking at things. You're watching. So we don't think that's really criminal behavior. We think it's more deviant. What kind of things are you watching? Honestly, the goal is everything. <laughs> so it's a big open world. 
Yeah, it's big in the sense of detail. The physical size, I'd rather not get into at this point in development. But, you know, for example, early in the game, you only have access to a couple floors of, like, studio apartments. And they're small physical spaces, but they have the same sense of detail and exploration as, like, a dungeon in Legend of Zelda. Like, if you open a drawer... You don't just see this one object you're supposed to see. You see all these little odds and ends and junk that you have to go through to find a point of interest. A lot of the game, whether it's going through like objects uh, that you're exploring or just you're waiting and watching, you're 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 sort of going through junk and waiting for these exciting morsels to appear, and then you're pursuing these morsels and how they connect. So, what do these little morsels look like exactly? Are they stories? Are you watching a story unfold? And what's the objective? I mean, there's a story in the sense that there's always a story going on in someone's life. We just don't always see it. And the stories that we do see, they're presented to us. So they're not really authentic. Movies, TV, news, like that's not, that's going through a filter. The unfiltered stories are just happening in people's lives. And we don't see them because we're not watching for them. And we're not watching because it's rude to stare. So... This game is just a safe arena to watch, where it's okay to watch. And we're hoping through there, people can experience these stories and find some truth. So, the objective of the game is to find truth. No. So, no. It's, it's The object of the game is just to allow people to watch the way I think everyone wants to watch. But they can't, because it is frowned upon. So, some people who looked at the footage said that it looked sort of boring or ordinary and Mm -hmm. some said it seemed creepy and what do you say to that now as far as the reception where people say it's creepy or wrong i find that really funny because when you look at games in general we already have so many games where where the fun of it is you know you shoot and kill and drive cars into crowds and that's creepy world war ii games like the whole genre as you're playing these historical events of destruction and I don't know, like you're winding down after work and you're replaying the worst day of your grandfather's life. Like, I think that's creepy. And I'm not knocking those games or anything. I'm not, it's, what I'm getting at is that I think with our game, people are a little quicker to say, well, this feels kind of creepy just because it's so close to what they could be doing in their life, but they don't. And I think that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. We see it as like getting people think. Do you ever get the feeling that you're being watched? No, not really. Do you ever feel like you're being watched? Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like I live in a fishbowl. Maybe it's not watched more than it is uh, observed. It's easy to think in the city that you're anonymous and no one's looking, but it, I feel like there's always people looking as you move through, particularly in the more crowded areas, the train. What do you think people observe about you? Mm, about me, I... Uh, travel light uh, I usually move through space with pace um, I, don't, I don't don't think there's anything wrong that I'm doing that they're observing but who knows 
the rules change so quickly sometimes. In the United States, it's perfectly legal to take a photo of someone in public without their permission. This bothers a lot of people. I suppose if someone took your photo at just the wrong moment, they could immortalize a split second of the worst side of you. This side would become a whole new being for everyone to watch. Sometimes I get worried that if someone takes my picture in public, I'll become a meme, available on the internet to be watched forever. Of course, someone looking at this meme of me wouldn't have the same experience as really watching me forever. If someone watched me forever, they'd see there's a lot more to me than the guy with the snapback shooting champagne from a super soaker. If someone watched me forever, they'd know me as well as I know myself. Or maybe not. Because I can't watch myself. No one can. Does that mean if someone could watch you indefinitely, staring until the end of time, that they'd know you better than you could ever know yourself? Maybe this is why it's uncomfortable when people stare. Maybe we worry they know something about us that we don't. Maybe while we are trapped behind our own eyeballs, other people can see through them into something we can't. Maybe... Nine one one. what's your emergency? Hi, I'm uh, being watched. Okay, can you tell me where you're calling from? I'm at work. I'm a barista at a place called Whistles on Central and Green. Okay, has this person threatened you? No, um, but she just keeps staring at me. Okay, do you know this person? No, she's a customer. I haven't seen her before. Does anyone else seem concerned? No. Okay. Then what exactly is making you feel uncomfortable? Uh, I don't know. It's just strange. Um, I don't understand why someone is watching me. What does she look like? She's uh, five six, curly hair, hand coat, nice scarf. Uh, reminds me of a peacock. <laughs> the woman or the scarf? No, 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 no. Just, just the scarf. Uh, the woman is very uh, subtle. The scarf is a nice touch, like an exotic flair. Otherwise, very minimal, but not not boring. Nice pair of shoes. I guess they're also like boots, um, but they're not bulky. I don't know. She seems cool. Can you clarify what you mean by that? I I don't know. Um, she dresses cool, like the shoes. What's so cool about her shoes? Like uh. I have to wear these dorky-looking sketchers to work, and I hate them, but they're comfortable, you know, for what I do. I don't know what she does. But, like, she gets to wear something nice. And she gets to go to a cafe at 
3 p.m. on a Tuesday. Like, doesn't she have work? I mean, she's been here for an hour. What do you think she does for work? Um, maybe she's a writer. Like, at some big magazine, you know, works from home, decides her own hours, she's always working, but her life is her work, so she can just, you know, have fun and go to cafes and 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 stare uh, at people, you know, and it's research. Is that what it's like to work in a big magazine? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's not. Uh, I guess you'd have deadlines. Maybe she's procrastinating. Do you procrastinate? Maybe she's a freelance writer and she doesn't do or, or make much, but she has money from her parents and so she can just flounder around and and look like a writer and act like a writer and tell people that she's a writer. What makes you think that? Uh, she just looks so comfortable. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Do you think she knows you're uncomfortable? I'm not sure. Do you think she knows anything about you? Um, probably not. Then why do you need to know anything about her? Why do you need to know why she's watching you? Because no one else is. I mean, I, I look up and I look at her and there's just... Hello? Uh, it, it's just um, her and... Um, Sorry. Uh, sorry. Um, uh, when I was looking before, it was just her. Uh, now I can't see her. The sun came out, and there's, there's this glare. Uh, I can't see anything. It's all this big reflection. What do you see now? I, I can't see anything. There's this glare. You said it caused a reflection. What do you see in the reflection? Are you there? I... Do you think this woman is really watching you? I watch the gaze of this child in line at the grocery store. Their eyes lock onto something I can't see. They walk into the glass window beside the sliding doors. They couldn't watch where they were going. They couldn't watch themselves. But they could still see something. To the child, there's no separation. There's no audience, no performer, no window. There's no one telling them that it's rude to stare. There's no one watching. In the park right now, um, there's a group of uh, school children, I don't know, maybe 12, 10 or 12 years old. They're running, they're running down, you know, starting to chase after each other. They've congregated under this tree. They don't seem bothered by the cold at all. They're just, they're just vibing, running around. They're running around like it's springtime. I am at a school, and the school is getting out. Now here's a whole new batch of kids, all about like knee high, barely able to walk. I don't know. I guess they're like kindergartners. 
Um, looks like one of them is in like PJs. Um, they're very giddy. They're like excited to get out of school. They're like hot dogs. Yeah, and they're just this one kid's going nuts. He's going crazy. He loves. Lots of people walking across the square. There's a bunch of teens who just walked up and are spinning the giant square statue in the middle of Astor Place. Just collectively, they're like 10, ten teen boys spinning a sculpture. <laughs> I didn't know the sculpture could spin actually until right now. So it makes me want to do it. <laughs> Thank you for joining me in the ether. I know I can't hear you, but I promise I'm doing my best to listen. Into the Ether with Ken Gilman is brought to you by the moment when you see two people hug in public, and they hug like no one's watching. <laughs>